0: This is the Status No Podcast. Have you tried to keep up with the status quo and pursue Jesus wholeheartedly? We have learned that this is a huge conflict of interest. So we have decided to chase after him instead of the status quo. How can we be true disciples of Jesus and not bow to the status quo that is in direct opposition? That's the big question. Thanks for tuning in and welcome home. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Status No Podcast. I am Nick.
1: I am Amber. Hey. Hey, guys. (laughs) Hey.
0: Chill. Your anxiety's out of control already.
1: Well, I used to think that (laughs) coffee, I couldn't have too much coffee because then I would get headaches. Yeah. And so I started trying to, you know, cut back on my coffee and control it, but life sucked. So I was like, "Mm, I think I'm going to keep drinking a lot of coffee. And I've noticed that if I match it with water, then I don't get the headaches. And now well, that tells me—well,
0: that tells me that it was never the coffee's problem.
1: I th- I agree.
0: You kept putting blame on the coffee. And the f- poor coffee's like. Look, coffee. if you would just drink water in between, we'd be good.
1: Listen, you're just dehydrated. Yeah. Um. So now I found a way to get away with drinking more coffee. So that's like
0: blaming alcohol for drunk drivers. I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's not the alcohol. They just need to mix water in between the drinks.
1: I know coffee must have been so hurt. We've had this really long relationship. I've depended on it. I. And You've been very been close with for coffee. Me. It's. I know. It's kind of sad. I've, even my kids know the coffee makes the mommy nice.
0: Well, I had to. I felt so guilty when you stopped drinking coffee mm-hmm. that I supplemented that relationship, and I was like, "Well, I'll just drink the amount she normally drink on top of what I drink. <laughs> that way, the coffee's not left out.
1: That's right. I'll take one for the team. That's right." <laughs> I'm pretty sure my blood's brown.
0: It's that's fully gross. caffeinated.
1: That's the coffee grounds. That's, that's gross. I work
0: with a guy who does not drink water. All he drinks is coffee. Like oh. I'm not exaggerating.
1: No headaches. We, I've huh? had
0: the conversation. He probably lives that's, with a headache.
1: That's ludicrous because he works out in the heat all day. hmm He could die.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my
1: god. That makes me nervous. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Listen, I yeah, my kids know that like when I'm drinking coffee that they're like, "Okay, mom. Um, I know that you're drinking coffee." So like after the coffee, <laughs>
0: Yeah, we... that's that's sacred time.
1: That's right, they know. That's sacred time. Coffee time should not be interrupted. It's yeah. parenting 101. That's Discipline right. your kids, guys. That's Let right. them know. And they Early
0: bedtimes and coffee times.
1: Right. Early bedtimes and no coffee times. No negotiables.
0: Or non-negotiables.
1: That's right, babe. <laughs> Non-negotiable. <laughs> no
0: negotiating.
1: But seriously, I need my coffee strong enough to fail a drug test. That's, like, really what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but speaking of things that are, like, non-negotiable with kids, I was thinking about how many things that I thought I would never do, and now I do, like, as a parent. That oh, yeah? were maybe more negotiable than I thought.
0: Like, like what? Like,
1: um, Things like when my sister-in-law and I went to a friend's house that had small kids mm-hmm. before we had them, or we, I, I think I had one. And we looked around her house and we were like, my house would never, like there was no reason for it to look like that. It was disgusting and embarrassing and we had so many great opinions. Oh my. You want to know how many times I've repented for that thought? <laughs> like since I've had children, <laughs> like since I've looked around my house and I'm like, mm, I've even asked her, I'm like, do you remember that time she laughed so hard? She's like, yeah, I remember. Because <laughs> now yeah, she has trying lots to of keep kids A too. clean
0: house with four small children is a. Uh...
1: It's like raking leaves in a tornado. You know, <laughs> um, that was
0: so country. You like that? I love that. Mm. It's like a rake of leaves in a tornado.
1: <laughs> That's for real. What it's like in, with my kids? Yeah. Um, what I wrote down some other ones I was thinking about. Like, I'll never drop my kids off in pajamas. Like, you have time to put on jeans.
0: Oh. Have um, you seen Hattie? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, not drop my kids off in their pajamas. I won't be in my pajamas oh, when I drop oh, them off. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh. Like when you okay. see
1: moms like coming in looking homeless, yeah. dropping their kids off. Yeah. Now I understand. I feel bad. Like I should have hugged them. <laughs> I should have hugged them. Um, but now that there's like I'm like, You can just put on a pair of jeans or something, but now that there's like a car line, yeah, we're lucky if I'm just wearing pajamas. Um, kids eating junk. Remember our first kid we were like fed her like super healthy stuff. Yeah. And this morning I let them all eat Lucky Charms for breakfast.
0: <laughs> I know. I saw Audrey just picking the marshmallows out. And s- she was so happy. <laughs> so happy.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and then um, let them sleep in our bed. Remember when we would never let them sleep in our bed?
0: Well, hang on a second. We don't co-sleep. No, we don't. No, 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 We no, don't no. sleep
1: in vitamin in our bed, but. Hell no. If they're struggling sleeping, which is like. At least one kid a week. If you were to average it out, <laughs> like every week there's would be like one night. Yeah, I pull a kid into our bed. But just it's, like but right it's only it's,
0: it's only like in severe situations, though, like when they're just not sleeping because they're not feeling well or they're teething. Or
1: that's true. Okay, how about it's, this? One?
0: It's never what.
1: Have you ever seen our kids do something like lick something in public, and you thought? Eh. Yeah, I think
0: we talked about that on here no. before. Licking the fence.
1: Yeah. But have you ever seen them do something gross like that and you think something like, eh, I've seen them lick worse. You don't freak out.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's like all the time. <laughs> like my freak out for what the kids do is done. It's it, nothing surprises me anymore. Oh my
1: god, your kids the things, things I've had to before. say
0: the things I've had to say to stop doing, I'm done being surprised. <laughs> I can't handle any more surprises. Oh, yeah. It's just life at this point. Yeah. 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 Well, one thing for me, I didn't know we were doing this, but I, the yeah. only thing I could think of is I will never limit what my kids listen to.
1: <laughs> we're like <laughs> music. We're like super guarded and like, mm.
0: Hattie was listening to a kid's bop song the other day and I walked out and I was like, Hey, <laughs> never again. This needs to go off. <laughs> it's a kid's bop song.
1: I did that too. The other day she was listening on something on. Um, her sister's Alexa, and I walked in and basically like, threw it off the table. I'm like, I said, yeah. worship only. <laughs> <I> walked out. <laughs> unsupervised. She can listen to more things when I'm there, but like unsupervised, she can only like listen to yeah. worship music.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in our bathroom, and I was like, what is in my living room right now? <laughs> and there's little kids just singing, Like I think it was Savage Love. Yeah. It was. I think it was that one. That's still disturbing. And it's supposed to say... I don't give a fudge, <laughs> but it says in little kid voices, I don't give up. And I was mm. like, hell no. Get this off right now. <laughs> and I was laughing because it was so cute. And Hattie did it. She's yeah.
1: like, but still no.
0: And I was like, uh, no. <laughs>
1: when it was, ha ha. No, never again.
0: <laughs> and I looked at your mom and I was like, did I do good? <laughs> did I do good?
1: I don't know. Did you burn the device? No. <laughs> Um,
0: But that um, Mainly because The music that I was listening to When I was younger mm -hmm. It was probably bad for the time Yeah But if you compare it to what's out now
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah
0: I'd almost prefer them to listen to the music I was listening to when I was younger
1: You want to listen to Eminem baby?
0: (laughs) Yeah (laughs) He was the first one I feel like That really got So angry Carried away
1: Yeah The first
0: one. He put his toe over the line a little bit. Yeah. But I was a big fan. I was a big fan back then. Yeah. Not so much anymore. Yeah, well, I'm glad that you've grown up. Now that I'm a grown up.
1: You're like, why is he so angry? He needs deliverance.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And then I'm a grown up and I start thinking about politics and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, ugh, what a terrible person. (laughs) (laughs) All of Hollywood. They're all terrible. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, really, when I think about Eminem now, like, and I listen to as an adult, I'm like, Oh my gosh, is Haley okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Such a mom. She's great.
1: I only think about the kids. I'm like, oh my gosh, how are their kids? How are they holding up?
0: I know. Um, I know.
1: So yeah, I was just thinking about <laughs> compromise and how that one thing, one gradual change leads to the next. And before you know it, you're like, oh, my kids have looked worse, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that we're like that too. Hmm.
0: Oh.
1: Like, yeah. How many things in your walk has been that way? That's been like a gradual shift.
0: Hmm. A lot of things.
1: Yeah. Like, I think this- Good whole, and bad. I think this whole country's gone to hell in a handbasket that way. <gasps> you okay?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think a big change in that, well, I think it's always been a gradual, a slow decline. Uh-huh. But I think when we started to see a big shift in- like, the American culture mm-hmm. was when... Um, oh, shoot. What is it called?
1: Tell me, babe. What's it called?
0: I'll tell you. Tell me.
1: Um, I think, too, some of it's...
0: Separation of church and state. Ooh, yeah. That and taking God out of schools. hmm I think between those two big mistakes... I think that's when you started to really see America start to the culture start to decline.
1: The maddening thing is because the separation of church and state was never meant to keep church out of state. It was no. meant to keep state out of church. Yes. It was meant so that they couldn't come in and tell you what like how to run your church right. and like what what things you would do. Like it was to protect our religious rights. It right. wasn't to like put a cap on them.
0: Or to keep God out of the government.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what we were like founded on.
0: Which I mean, let's be honest. If you look at the Declaration of Independence or um, the Constitution.
1: Read it. You
0: cannot separate God from America. No, you can't. America has a covenant with God.
1: Our bylaws are so clear. So
0: if you break that covenant.
1: Say what?
0: What do you think happens?
1: I don't know what happens, babe. America today. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, look
0: around. That's what happens.
1: <laughs> We've been an unfaithful America. I don't want to tell you. Have you have men
0: giving birth. That's what happens. Has
1: that actually happened yet? I don't think so. And they're trying for well, it.
0: Uh, what do you mean? Has it actually happened? Of course not.
1: Well, yes, of course I not. know, but like, how
0: could it actually happen, Louise?
1: <sighs> I think Jesus will come back <laughs> before he lets that happen. Um, I'm I bad. think
0: it is a sign of. Oh, though of the end times oh for sure I think it's a sign that should make us all start to look around and maybe look up
1: mm-hmm like we did when the eclipse happened you guys there was a, this like it was
0: so weird in the
1: middle of the day it
0: was so weird and it
1: was like a bright sunny day there was not a cloud in the sky I was outside in the middle of the afternoon gardening and all of a sudden it like got dark but I couldn't figure out why
0: <laughs> do y'all see how beat up this thing is?
1: Mm-hmm. So proud of you.
0: This Bible it's like a is a badge of honor. This Bible, how old do you think this is? Fifteen years?
1: Um, no. It No, it's got to be I remember older than when that. we bought it when we were teenagers in Vacaville at the Bible So probably bookstore. twenty years old. Yeah, something like that. No. Probably about sixteen, seventeen years before we got married, but after we started dating, it's so about seventeen, eighteen years old. Dang. I just got rid of mine not very long ago. I gave it to a friend, but I still have my maiden name in it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, I'm going to read a scripture out of 2 Timothy. Please do. Uh, about the last days. Mm. <laughs> the last verse in this, if y'all listen to the last episode that we did, this is going to make you laugh. This is definitely going to make you laugh too.
1: Okay, before Nick reads us, I want everyone to know I've said this before, but we are... In the end times. We are getting very close to the final days. Um, so just, just I want you to know that somebody warned you, okay? All right, go on.
0: <laughs> um, it says, this is uh, 2 Timothy 3, starting in verse 1 and going through verse 5. All right, let's go Tim. Um, You should, did you just call me Tim?
1: No, I was talking to Timothy. Oh. I would never call you that.
0: You should know this, Timothy. That in the last days there will be very difficult times. See, proved it.
1: You should know this, Timothy. <laughs> difficult pe- out here.
0: <laughs> For people will love only themselves and their money.
1: Say what? Have you guys and seen I Instagram? Want,
0: well, <laughs> I want you to like check mark everything if you feel like it's accurate to what we see in today's culture. Just like check, boom, check. just like that. Carry on. Um, they will be boastful and proud, <laughs> scoffing at God. Check. Disobedient to their parents. Check. And ungrateful. (laughs) Check, check. Uh, They will consider nothing sacred. Mm, Check. They will be unloving and unforgiving.
1: Say what? Check.
0: They will slander others and have no self-control. Check. They will be cruel and hate what is good. Check. They will betray their friends. Check. Check. Be reckless. Check. Be puffed up with pride. Check. And love pleasure rather than God. Check one, two. Check this out. Mm. They will act religious. Say what? But they will reject the power that (gasps) could make them godly.
1: Say what? The power?
0: Stay away from these people, it says.
1: Mm. Second Timothy, kids. Second Timothy.
0: One thing that struck me in that passage all, all of it you can put a check mark to mm-hmm. if you look at today's culture you can put a check next to all of yes. those and this is the dangers of the last days that's what this passage is called
1: the danger so these of are the, the characteristics
0: that we should be looking for the in days. the culture when it's the last days Spoiler, but the one that days. the one that got me was they will consider nothing sacred
1: yeah they don't. They don't. And,
0: and in the past couple years or few years, that you've seen that start to happen. Yeah. Nothing is sacred anymore. And the biggest one is the, the nuclear family, mm-hmm. the traditional family. Yes. That yes. is so close to God's heart. Mm-hmm. That is why we are described as the bride of Christ we are adopted into his family. Right. Family is what he created us for. This He's our unit. father.
1: We are his children.
0: Everything is is tied to that and, and related to that. Mm-hmm. So when you see the culture start to tear apart the family, yes. you don't need two parents. You can have a separate home. You can have multiple people in your marriage. Hmm you can let your kids run everything is completely opposite to the way god has intended us to run our marriages and our families yes and that is one of the most sacred covenants that we could enter into is marriage and there is only one way to do marriage so that was a big one that i saw while reading that passage i was like there was nothing so much in is that. sacred anymore. Listen, e- even even God. Like, I feel like. I don't know. I can't even put a date on how many years ago, but I feel like there was a time where there was still a respect right. for God. Right. Like, like, for, like, like even criticism. even for people who didn't believe it, there was still a, a, a sense of respect for God right. and the morals that came with.
1: People weren't outright running Christian around life. blaspheming God. They yeah. were like, okay, I'm not going to get, like, struck be, by lightning. And being
0: purposely demonic and satanic. Yes. And, I mean, that is very big in today's culture.
1: Even people who didn't follow God had somewhat of a fear of God, I felt like, when I was a kid. Like, you know, some you know they used to joke about getting struck by lightning. Yeah. if you say, know, like, oh, you know, like, and they would yeah. take it back really fast. Like Even if they were just joking and they didn't right. know God, that would still be something yeah. that I heard all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, for everyone that just listened to that list, don't lie to yourself. You have seen and witnessed every single one of those things listed in the last days. And it describes in the Bible, too, that, you know, in the last days they will call evil good and good evil. Yeah. And tell me you haven't seen that.
0: That is all over. You all, all everyone has seen it.
1: Anyone who says they haven't seen it is a liar. (laughs) I'll show it to them. Serve it on a silver platter.
0: After I punch them in the face.
1: Yeah. After I'm done drinking all my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I got issues guys. you can't help me I'm too far gone. Uh,
0: yeah even even though there's been a decline in the culture though I feel like I feel like Christianity or living for God has always pushed back against culture.
1: Yeah and I actually think that the church as a whole is to actually taken a passive stance. And not push back enough. And I think that's something that the church has kind of become more awakened to in the last several years is like, hey, we need to take a stand for this. Like before they weren't wanting to ruffle feathers, get in the political arenas and do things right. like that. As a whole, that is, there's always been people that have, but as a whole, the church did not get involved with things like they should. And now right. they're starting to push back. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, once it started showing up at, you know, our doors and them realizing like hey, we need to do something about this. Yeah. But yeah, the church has been asleep for a long time on some of these cultural shifts and just thinking like, you know, we only need to worry about what happens which in these funny, four walls.
0: Which is funny because it's something that throughout the Bible, God warns his people of. Mm-hmm.
1: Sure God is. warns
0: his people of different pagan traditions and idol yes. worship and all these things. And we have many different lifestyles in today's society
1: yeah absolutely in um romans twelve two, it says and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may pr- prove what he what the will of god is that which is good and acceptable and perfect basically it's saying don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit in without even thinking yeah you know you can't just yeah. like how, the, how does that happen if we're God's you start people, to
0: integrate into the culture, right? I think it's because this is where we spend all day, every day. We don't realize and really think of the reality of, no, no, no. You don't understand when you get saved, mm-hmm. you become a citizen of heaven. Yes, a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Right, which makes you an ambassador here. Right. Bible says we are not of this world
1: mm-hmm. and we're not our own.
0: So not only are you in control of your own life mm-hmm. or not in control of your own life, but you're representing something.
1: Right. hmm.
0: If I'm a Christian and I go into a Muslim country as an ambassador,
1: mm-hmm.
0: one, I'm going to get my head chopped off, oh, but like, two,
1: terrifying. Go ahead.
0: But two, I'm not going to adopt and start behaving like a Muslim.
1: Right. There's not.
0: I'm there on a purpose. We've talked about this before. I'm there on a mission. Mm-hmm. I'm an ambassador to this country. Right. We all have a purpose. We all have a mission. It's not to blend into the culture. It's not to participate in the culture. Mm-hmm. It's to, I feel like, observe and help. hmm Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Well, what's the Great Commission? You know, go and make disciples of... But that doesn't mean go out and go be like them. It means go and make them like me. Right. Go and help people to be like me. Yeah. Um, I was looking up the term because um, I wanted to know like in a secular format, like what they were saying about um, the decline of culture and civilizations and stuff. And so the Oxford Dictionary says that um, cultural decay is the gradual destruction of a society, an institution, a system, etc. So, the loss of respect for tradition, a weakening of the cultural foundations, and a decrease in cultural diversity. And so, when I was reading this, I was thinking, that's really interesting because these things actually sound positive, and they can be for a lot of things, you know, like innovative thinking and, you know, like technology. The culture, right. the technology has changed, and that came from like a pushback in thinking and people finding New ways to do things gradually over time, like oh, you know, let's push boundaries and stuff. Um, and going on to cultural shift does not result from one specific event, so it's not like one thing happens and then we're all different, right? Right. And just create the internet and now we're like this. It took some time.
0: Thanks a lot, Bill Gates.
1: <laughs> it derives from the experience. No, I'm sorry but,
0: who was who was it that said they created the internet?
1: I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Um, I thought it just always was part of the Big Bang. Uh, it evolved. <laughs> yeah. Um, it derives from the experience. Oh, I should go back. Sorry. Cultural shift, that is. Derives from the experience of encountering new ways of doing things that challenge basic beliefs, that your way of doing things is the correct way, most likely to affect someone gradually. But, okay, so thinking about it in the positive context and, like, the way society has grown and evolved and even how, like, civilizations become... Um, like more domesticated and advanced and all those things. Like they get running like clean water and all that stuff. Great. This is fantastic. We found new ways. We're innovative. Right. But this is the same way we get away from God's ways of doing things and the culture changes because we start challenging what are the correct ways of doing things, which are his ways. Those are absolute truth and correct ways and start saying like, well, does it have to look like that? Right. Can I be a Christian? And like, does it need to be this way? Yeah. I mean, like, what do, you th-
0: what do you think that is? Or do you think that's complacency? Or do you think that's,
1: I think it's flesh and us wanting to appease our flesh versus challenging it. It's wanting dying to fit in. Dying to yourself is painful.
0: Yeah. Oh, Amber.
1: Death isn't easy.
0: That's a really good point. I don't know why that struck me like that.
1: Thank you, Holy Spirit. But
0: dying to yourself is not easy. And that, that is exactly what this takes.
1: And it's silly for you us to expect it to be, even though we do, like all of us do. Like we realize oh, yeah. like when something comes up, you're like, dang, this is hard. Like as you're walking it out. Yeah. But yeah, dying yourself isn't easy. When you want to be entertained, it's easy to watch TV. When yeah. you, you know, like all the things. When you want to. FOMO, baby. I know. Yeah. FOMO. Um, I was listening to a podcast about. Why we don't do the things that we want to do. It wasn't a spiritual one. It was about things like procrastination and like why we're not like achieving our goals and stuff. And she was talking about how we do things that, um, to make us feel good right now. It comes from like, um, a self preservation and a trauma response of wanting to feel good right now. And so if you like project, you know, like doing whatever it is may not make you feel good, like cleaning the house may not make me feel good, but, Sitting down with a bowl of ice cream, that's going to make me feel good right now. That's going to give me immediate satisfaction. Yeah. You know, watching uh, a TV show and checking out, that's going to make me feel good right now versus thinking about the thoughts that I have in my head Mm -hmm. or dealing with uh, my priority list that's overwhelming and but zoning out like that would, that just sounds, that would make me feel good right now. Right. Uh, And I think it's the same thing when God convicts us to address things in our lives too. You know, we find excuses, we push them off, like, all the things. Yeah, We make one little shift at a time by following our feelings instead of the law. Oh,
0: that's so good. I think I do that a lot. I think we all do. Yeah.
1: And we have to be careful. Yeah. It's dangerous.
0: The world is, the culture is instant gratification. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah it's a microwave culture and I want to say that and, and God's process yeah is is the complete opposite
1: mm-hmm. it is
0: because it's perfect right. like anything worth having is gonna be hard work mm-hmm. and probably a lot of time right anything that you can get instantly like success wise mm-hmm. money wise um pleasure wise yeah it's all very um, momentary. Yeah. Yeah.
1: In fact, a lot of them have bad residual results. Yeah. Like, it's not like you feel satisfied later. How many times have you, instant gratification usually gives you some regret later. Yeah. It usually does. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say about this was that in the church, in the body, this is especially a dangerous thing because I, I feel like I hear people talking about outreach in that way. When they're reaching out to other people or the lost come in, that they'll gradually make shifts to make those people feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. That we'll do things to look like the world to attract them to Christ, which is like the most absurd thinking I've ever heard. Like it's like I can hear like their logic in it, but it's so backwards. I
0: hear the logic, and it's it's even hard for me to disagree with the logic. That's all my ear was hurting. It's even hard for me to disagree with it because I know what, I know what they're doing. Right. Like I understand the heart behind it and I understand the purpose behind it. Right. The problem is when you do that, you're setting an expectation for that new believer that these things are okay still. Right. It's still okay for you to listen to all the secular music you want. Mm -hmm. It's still okay for you to watch these TV shows and movies. It's still okay for you to do all these things. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying all those things have to be changed immediately, but we don't want to right off the bat set the precedent that it's okay right. to look and live like the world and call yourself a christian
1: what about yeah and so those aren't the only those are just examples like how many this is where i hear i feel like i hear it the most is in conversations mm-hmm. when you have a conversation with somebody that's not a believer oh i know where you're going do you make yourself sound more like them so you can be relatable how no. can how can you attract them to christ if you're not being relatable like, I, don't. I need to make them feel like i'm like them Yeah, and i'm not saying to pretend like you're not. I mean, like, we're very clear about our imperfections here. I'll,
0: sh- I'll show you what I do. Say yeah. something absurd that a Christian should not agree with. Like, I don't know, say something. I'll show you how my conversations typically go.
1: Abortion. <laughs> a Christian. Damn
0: it. You wanted to go to that one.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll pick another one. Uh, I don't know. Um, um, it's okay to dress however I want, like, as a woman.
0: Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I get that. I get that.
1: And that's it, huh?
0: I love Starbucks. <laughs> I I'm not good at like pressing back against people. Right. I've gotten I've actually gotten better at this because it's something that <laughs> that I know I was not good at. But like conflict, mm-hmm. especially unnecessary conflict, right. I just don't like it.
1: Yeah, and we don't need to be combative. That's not necessary. And and, that's not
0: good. and I never want to come off like I'm like I'm being critical of somebody because that that is definitely never in my heart. Right. Because Listen, I have nothing to be critical over.
1: The Bible talks about a sweet tongue and like you know, talking to people like with love and kindness, like and yeah. how that and and that's that's, that's a effective. weird.
0: I would never be in that conversation that you just presented. Yeah, sorry, so, I not like, anything like else. What am I doing? What, yeah. what 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 situation was that?
1: Um, I'll watch what I want. Like, what would I
0: walk up to you with like some random girl was like, "What's up with the clothes?" And you are like, <laughs> "I can dress however I want to dress." I am like,
1: <laughs> "How about you watch that show?" You know the show, the show that everyone's watching. You know. Oh yeah, one that um, shouldn't watch.
0: No, I haven't watched it, but I'll, I'm. Um, I need to. I need to get into it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why do not I
0: have friends? <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm a terrible conversator. No, but
1: you're right, though. <laughs> but that is like the kind of. thing. But there's
0: things... no pushback. It's not right. It's. I'm basically coming into agreement with them. I'm like, yeah, I've heard it was a good show.
1: Instead of saying like. Oh, I actually wanted to watch it, but then I felt kind of convicted, so I decided to watch something exactly. else. Or like, you know how it is, and then like move on.
0: Exactly. Yeah, you don't you have know to know how it is. To be like the hell? Yeah, maybe don't they how don't. How but is.
1: now they're starting to know because you said something. Yeah. They didn't know before. All they know is like this is like what we do in this culture, and if we're not going to establish God's yeah. culture and reinforce it, then what are we doing? Yeah. You know, it's just the most asinine thing ever to think that, and. It is for me and it's upsetting because not because I'm like oh we're not we don't want to taint the holy water like mm-hmm. and make think like do things that are pushing boundaries like that's not what I'm saying I'm saying that God is so much infinitely better than any of the crap out there why would we use that to lure them it has nothing to do with God and he's yeah. so much show them who he is Yeah What's going I on in that. your life what can we pray for like you know, like how can we support you? Let's talk about, like, let's talk about you yeah. and and get into it. And people feeling cared about—that's not current culture, and that's the stuff that that is God, and that's going to make oh. them, you know.
0: I think you agree. just hit on something. Thanks, Bam. Because that is not a part of today's culture.
1: No, it's not. Today's
0: culture is cancel culture,
1: mm-hmm. me, it's me, sex, me, me, me,
0: violence. Yes. I mean, it's there is an. And when I say antichrist, I'm not talking about the antichrist that we're going to see. I'm talking about just the antichrist spirit, things that are against Christ and his ways. That is today's culture. Mm -hmm. If you want to sum it up and if you want to look at God's characteristics and the way he commands us to live Mm -hmm. for our benefit, I will add. (laughs) Imagine that. And then you look at today's culture,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. you can see that it's antichrist yeah the 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 stage has been set for the antichrist the culture is here and it's ready to embrace him check 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 yeah
1: yeah Yeah. can you go down the list everything it says yeah
0: and here's the crazy thing living for god truly you live an honest Mm -hmm. pure Not supposed to be judgy, Mm -hmm. life. Selfless. Selfless. So, who wouldn't want that person around them? Right. But here's the thing. The further that the culture gets away from godly values, the more extreme our lifestyle is going to look to people. Yeah, it is. The more crazy we're going to look. Yeah. Are you going to be able to hold firm and stand strong... When you are going to be targeted as an extremist.
1: Mm-hmm. You're going to be
0: targeted as a terrorist.
1: That's some hard truth. Because
0: you want to be honest. Yeah. Because you don't support certain lifestyles. Right. Because you don't engage in the culture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You are now the problem. Right. Because we've gotten so far away from God's values Mm-hmm. The culture is so disconnected from the spirit of God. Right, we've completely abandoned Him. Take purposely taken Him out of schools and government. Purposely kicked Him out of the culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we're blind to His ways, and when we see somebody living that, that's outrageous. Mm-hmm.
1: And if you don't know the they truth, are, you will be. What deceived. did
0: you say earlier? They will call.
1: Oh yeah, good, evil, and evil good. Yeah, absolutely. Mic drop. Um, <laughs> it's intense. It's
0: intense. Yeah. But let's flip it now. Yeah. Because here's the good news.
1: Yep. Let's hear it.
0: Because there's always good news in this stuff. He is the good this, news. This the end time stuff. It can be so daunting, but we know the story ends. It's good news. Throughout the Bible, God says so many times, and I'm only going to read three of them because there's so many of them in here. Let's hear it. Um, we're going to start in Deuteronomy.
1: Ooh, dude. Let's hear the dude.
0: In verses, uh, this is 31 verse six. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them for the Lord, your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. And then in verse eight, he says it again. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. That's right. The second one is um, Isaiah 41.10. And he says, Do not be afraid, for I am with you. Do not be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Mm. Yeah. And i've heard I've read this scripture many times, and the one thing that stood out to me today was the discouraged part that's good. I always think of this as like don't be afraid,, mm-hmm. don't be afraid, don't fear,, mm-hmm. but I never really saw the word discouraged, yeah, discouraged is different than either. fear it is discouraged is feeling down like god i don't I don't see you in this, yeah. Lack of courage. I don't I do not see you in this anymore.
1: Yeah. If courage is the thing that makes you push ahead, discourage.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Discouragement would be the thing that stops you from pushing ahead. Yeah. That makes you not want to keep going. Mm. You know, it's taking the courage out of it.
0: You have a way with words.
1: You have a way with your face. <laughs> so cute.
0: Let's go to the third scripture. <laughs> Matthew twenty eight twenty
1: better not be talking about a temptress.
0: This is Yeshua talking.
1: Oh, let's hear it, Yeshua.
0: And he just straight up says, teach these new disciples to obey the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And he got sucked up into heaven.
1: (laughs) You guys have heard me say before (laughs) that... All the things that I know about God, the thing I'm the most sure of is he is the one that never leaves.
0: I am the one that never leaves.
1: I have been through some crap, guys, and let me reassure you, he didn't make everything perfect, but he was the one that never left. That I can count on him to be there no matter what, no matter how bad, no matter how ugly it is, he is the one that never leaves. Mm. Always.
0: You said he didn't make everything perfect.
1: Yeah. That's right because I think I don't want people to, to
0: but he, but there's a difference I don't want people to get confused right because his ways and his will are perfect
1: correct yes thank you
0: but this is a just um a not a justification but a purification mm-hmm. process
1: yes sure
0: so in the end
1: mm-hmm. right
0: that is where our perfection comes right
1: that's when all when we,
0: we stand face to face with him and he says. Hey, well done.
1: It's amazing I used to hear that and feel nothing. And now when I hear that, it makes me so excited. It's because
0: we've had a, you and I have both had a revelation of the reality of Jesus. The reality of God, not just the concept, not just the religious point of view of God, but the reality of the encounter that we had. Yes. The experiences that we've had. That was the whole point of the last episode was you cannot convince me.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That yeah. he is not with me. I pray that all of you encounter him. That's the thing that I pray for more people than anything else is that they would yeah. know who he really yes. is. They would see him for who he is. They would yes. know him for who he really is. And, uh, because he's so much better than you think he is. At any, No matter how much revelation you have on him, he's so much better than you think he is. So much better. Um.
0: He is always, 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 always with you. Right. And and the, there's one thing you hear out of this episode, it is, it does not matter what wars you see taking place yes. in the world. It doesn't matter what you see going on in your neighborhood or your city. Yes. What laws are being passed, what president is being elected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those things affect our day-to-day lives, sure.
1: Yeah. He's still on the throne. But what
0: but what is at the top of your priority list? Is it him? Yeah. Because if it's him and your focus is on him.
1: Mhm. Yeah.
0: What okay, so Peter steps out of the boat, mm-hmm. starts walking to Jesus, eyes are focused on him. We've all heard this analogy. He takes his eyes off him, he gets sucked down by the waves in the storm. Yes. It's that simple, guys. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Stay in this, yes. Keep stay in this, and stay in this. <laughs> Amen.
1: <laughs> he was pointing to his Bible for those of you who are audio only, oh, and yeah. raising his hands in worship. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> for those of you that are audio only, you're missing out. Sorry,
0: but I wish. I wish. Oh, it's one of those things I wish I could like, like shake people. Like yeah. this is so simple, and <laughs> he's so good. Yes, all you have to do is believe.
1: Mm-hmm. That's it. But it's not as easy as it looks.
0: I know, I know, because there's more practical things that actually yeah. go into it. And I, I,
1: I still—that's probably the thing I'm wrapping my head around the most right now—is thinking about what Jesus rebuke people for more than anything else was belief. And yeah. I mean, it's all he seemed to rebuke his disciples on was their faith level. Yeah, and they walked with him. They saw the miracles firsthand. They could touch him with their hands, like they. They were in the physical presence of God day in and day out, enough so that they knew and believed so much that they left their entire livelihoods and their families behind to follow him. Yet, they still had unbelief. They constantly were being rebuked for their faith level. Yeah. Lord, raise our faith level, please. Yes. Because we didn't walk with him physically, and you know if they struggled, you better believe we have unbelief that we need dealt with.
0: Oh, I know I do. Yeah, we all do. I know those areas of my life that, I have seen God change my belief Mm -hmm. because I've seen him move in those areas. Yes. And then there's areas where I still struggle. Like, I just, I just can't seem to surrender that, that part of me Mm -hmm. to him. Sure. And it's hard. Yeah. But it's encouraging because I know that I just, yeah, I just know he's faithful. Yeah. And I know this is a process Mm -hmm. and I know that. We all have to go out and be in the culture. Yes. We have to know what's going on. We have to, yeah. people still have to like us.
1: But don't lose your saltiness. <laughs> people have
0: to like us, yeah. right? Yes. So we should be relatable and yes. we should know what's going on, mm-hmm. but we shouldn't let it penetrate this. Right. Like it should all stay out here. Right. Yes.
1: So that would be the thing that I would challenge everybody listening to. I'm not out here pointing fingers for every imperfection because like we said, we're a work in progress on this too. Just something that God's revealing to us and that we, it was on our heart to share. And so what I would invite every person listening to do with this episode is to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you in which ways you're allowing the culture to penetrate you and which ways he would have you stand strong and then just repent. Yeah. Repent and then ask him to help you move forward yeah. more courageously and to stand in his ways so that we can be a light. If we lose our salt, yeah. we can't, you know, like that's the whole point We're the salt of the earth, like you can't lose your saltiness, like you got to keep right. it. Um, Stay salty, my friends, stay salty.
0: And even from another perspective, because this is something that I still kind of struggle with, not, not, I wouldn't even say I struggle with this anymore, but it's Talk something that I it. used to have a real fear of. Okay. Like I used to have a terrible fear of bread ends. The end of the world. Okay, no, <laughs> no not man. bread ends. I don't have a fear of them. I just hate them. <laughs> um, but you could be not letting any of the culture penetrate you. Yes, that could not be a struggle for you.
1: And hats off to you.
0: But for like for me, some of that was. Observing the culture and then being afraid, mm, okay. and and feeling discouraged. That's good. And feeling like there's no, there's yes. no coming back from this.
1: Yes. So if that's you, what if do we that's say?
0: you, I am with you. I will never forsake you. Mm-hmm. And then another verse: I am always with you. Mm-hmm. Do not be discouraged. Do not be afraid. Yes. The Lord personally, it says, goes before you. That's right, and makes a way. That's right. So don't be discouraged when you look at the culture. Be encouraged because how much more is this an opportunity for God to move? How much more glory will He get when miracles are done in this type of climate? Mm-hmm. How much more glory will He get when when things are really bad? Things can get. Really good. That's right. And only God will be able to get the credit for that.
1: Yes. Yes. Agreed.
0: So instead of us hiding from the culture, mm-hmm. we need to embrace it in the sense of we need to be there. Yes.
1: yes. These
0: people will have nowhere to turn mm-hmm. if we're hiding from the culture. Yes. So we need to be there. We cannot let it penetrate us. Our eyes have to stay focused on him. That's right. And then we get to see him perform those miracles. Mm -hmm. Speak words of knowledge to somebody that just like that wrecks them. Yeah. Only God could have known that. Absolutely. Only God could have seen that secret sin that, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yes. That's what's going to change lives. Yes. And if we're hiding out and afraid of it Mm -hmm. and afraid to get dirty, Mm -hmm. listen the world cannot dirty you yeah you are a beloved daughter and a beloved son of god the world cannot dirty you Mm -hmm. it cannot stain you unless you are participating purposely in it
1: yeah absolutely
0: so don't be afraid of it yeah you have victory over this world we have the victory right we're just trying to bring as many people with us as we can
1: that's right that's That's all this is yeah agreed Agreed.
0: So don't be afraid of the dangerous levels. Right. You still get victory.
1: Right. Even in death.
0: Especially <laughs> in death.
1: That's that's the exciting Seriously. part. Seriously. Yes, that is the exciting part. There is part. nothing
0: to be afraid of if you if you have that that type of outlook. What can you do to me? Yeah. Yeah.
1: What can you do to me? Nothing. Nothing. That's
0: right. That's all I got, baby.
1: Well, that's all that needs to be said on this. I am
0: gassed on this topic. <laughs>
1: Lord, make us more like you. Yes, please. Um, for anybody listening, if you found this helpful and you think that it could help somebody else, would you please share it with a friend? Um, write a review for us. That would really help yes, us. Yes, reviews. To, yes. Anywhere that you're listening to it, just leave a review there on um, Spotify. I almost said Shopify. <laughs> Spotify, wherever. YouTube. YouTube. Where else? Apple Music. There's a lot of other places. Wherever they are. If you can leave a review there, we'd be really grateful. And that would help us to make our mark on the culture,
0: huh? Bing, bang, bong. Boom. All right. We love you guys. Love you. Peace. We out.